0: 100% sure yet. All right. I know we have some awesome things though. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking What's good, Master Shake? I'd love to have you on here. Open invitation. I'd love to have you on here though. Talk some movies mm-hmm. with us. What's up, guys? James was good. Was good. And thank you, man. Can't wait for you to get back. don't mm-hmm. put stand behind our back screen until he's back at his computer. <laughs> but uh how's it going everybody? I hope you guys are all having an awesome night. And we will be having Mm -hmm. an inter-review. Yes, you heard that right. An inter-review with Braden Timmons. He'll be on here shortly. We'll also be reviewing the Haddonfield Nightmare. And, uh, yeah. So, can't wait for that. Can't wait for that. It was definitely a good one. Definitely a good one. That was created by Dadpool and... Myself. Appreciate you though, man. <clears throat> but yeah, this one. I'm just gonna get right into it. I like this movie. So did I. So did I. I really like this movie. And I know I'm gonna I'm gonna say it now, and I'm gonna say it when he comes on too. But so we reviewed uh what was it? My special boy. Yes, my special boy. I was not a fan of it. I feel, from watching these two movies, though, definitely watch them both. Definitely watch them both. You know, My Justice Boy was the last one we watched for Camping with Sir Sir Sturdy. Um, And there's going to be more, just to let you guys know, there is going to be more Friday the 13th fan films being reviewed throughout the rest of this year and stuff. But I found more, and I told you guys I'm throwing together a fan film wheel because I'm really trying to stick with indie movies, even if it's a fan film of something big and popular but sticking with the indie scene as much as I can. Like, I'm putting my wheels backstage, even the ones, the newer ones I'm making. This is for Horror Research 30. This is for Horror Research 30, so I'm trying to do that. So if you guys can give me a hand with that, if you guys know some independent, some indie movies, and people, if you have screeners, you can please send them to us. We'll watch them. We'll review them, have you on for an interview, and an inter-review. And I call it that because it's a mix of both. That's, that's 30's part now, inter-review. Inter-review. It makes sense. And, yeah, we're going to have one tonight. We're going to have one tonight. Running a little late, had some work stuff to do. I'm cool with that. You gotta take care of business, take care of family. That's all important.
1: But yeah. So I, and, wonder, I think I think I think we're damn gamers running. He's back. I am back. He's Welcome back. Back. back.
0: So we were just talking. Um, we both we didn't get Why? even far into the conversation of we both like this movie, and the, these same people made, um. My, my special, special boy. Boy. They're also ah. making, they're also making a sequel to this film here, which they're going to be discussing. Well, that Braden, Braden's going to be discussing when he comes on. Okay. Um, about you know, of course this, and I guess we could even bring up my special boy because he's here, and okay. uh, maybe we could start with that. But uh, my special boy, of course, this film here, and then of course discussing the Indiegogo. Sounds good. I'm, I'm excited. You need both, my guy. You need both.
2: <laughs> Just got at done it. with dinner. <laughs> Just at the buzzer. Ah, need catches. Always eat. Yep. Not always eating. It's this is the one time I eat a day. <laughs>
0: uh, so gentlemen, how are you doing tonight?
2: fucking good. This food is good, bro.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking good. This This fucking water's banging, dude. Dude, it's banging. I'm digging this water over
0: here in this dope-ass jug, you know, Camp Crystal Lake. Went to the Camp Crystal Lake Tours a couple months ago. Go check that out on YouTube. I talked about it. It was a great time. Definitely going again. Definitely going again. May even do some content out there while I'm out there on the bridge and all that stuff, wearing my Jason mask, just do walking around doing some random shit. Who knows? I should. I might as well bring them
1: all. I keep getting <clears throat> texts from that place, like, "Oh boy, come join us! This is your special deal." Like I, I'm just it's, like,
0: "Yo, man. it is fun as hell!" Like you and your son would have a blast at that. I promise, because mm-hmm. you're you're going to like if you're doing the. If, i mean for both things of it because they have something like where they have the ones people from part one i think sometimes from part two as well come there and sign autographs and all that other stuff but then if you go for the film location thing where you're, you're going around the whole local where they shot the movie that is you know he,
1: he'd probably I want think, to spend the that, night though that's so. true I, I so
0: with that, with so that. when, <laughs> when, when the, um when the people from the movies come they have something where you can stay the night, but Word. it's not cheap. And By not yeah. cheap, I mean it's starting at like $800 a night per person.
1: What? Yeah. yeah.
2: But people pay it.
1: But you get that private screening, appreciate though. Like, you appreciate you. Get... you what up, in. Jay, Jayhan, oh, appreciate it. Jay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're Jay. right. You do, You do get that screening. And honestly, if I had the bread to throw away like that, I'm doing it. As a matter of Seriously. fact, ready to really really throw away like that. I'm doing it and I'm inviting a few people. And uh, just have to make mm-hmm. a fun night of it. It's like, hey, let's make a fun night of it. Of course it'd be like me. It would be a couples thing though. Or you know, like bring, or if you have a kid or whatever, bring your kid. Bring your bring your plus one. But Damn. it can't be a plus one you're beefing with. I'm not, we're not dealing with that bullshit. Don't I would be, do- yo, don't be bringing you and your girl and you guys have been arguing all fucking week.
2: All of a sudden <laughs> there's a murder. She blames it on Jason. <laughs> Don't do that shit, but that'd be something to do. See if it if it was Nightmare on Elm Street, I'd probably be like, "Yeah, fuck it." But at the same time, you can't do that with Nightmare on Elm Street, right? There's no physical, actual.
0: I mean, to uh, to an extent, I guess you can kind of go to some of the filming locations if you know
1: where they were exactly. There's Obviously, the there's the house you can go in California. The house is...
2: that was. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that was an actual house that they yeah. Was just a
1: 70's. Me, I think you can, yeah, I think you can only take, like, last I knew, you can only take pictures from the outside, because a lot of my friends in California post pictures from the outside. Mm. 1.2 milli.
0: Damn. Just because it was in a movie shit. If I own that house, I'm not living in that house. That house is going to be, like, a, a tourist spot. But, mm-hmm. but there's
1: a house where I live that looks exactly like that house, though. Red door, everything, like. Nice. So. Nope. Yeah. It, nope. Yep. Nope. <laughs> nope. Get, get
0: to know those neighbors. Hey, is it cool if we shoot a scene like right in front of your house? We'll block out. we we'll block out and we'll blur out. and will make a fake number. But we just just because of the red door, we don't even have to come inside. Just the front porch. That's all
1: we need. It's even got will, the uh, little the little vine know. wall like the like the with the tr- the, 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 the trees the tree. Tr- yeah, it's got that and everything. Like it's wall, no it's, no. it's crazy. It's crazy. That's oh. no. Nope. And I got I got a nice Freddy outfit with real gloves. So. I'm just I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Might as well. I didn't, I
2: didn't like that chuckle.
0: <laughs> I, did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. That's right up my alley. But I us dive have been to these ratings. And you know, like I said, ratings are a
1: little late. But uh, how about you, Deadpool? All right. So my rating for this movie, without explanation, I give it a nine. Nice. I give it a nine.
2: I was giving an eight. Nice.
0: I'm gonna give it a nine as well. I'm gonna give it a nine as well. I really, 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 really liked this one. Like, really liked
1: it. You, yeah, there's no way with this movie you could tell it's a fan film. The way it was shot, it look, it look like they did a super great, like the job with filming and editing and the lighting. I mean, they made one mistake. There was one mistake in the movie um, when the girl got stabbed in the in the kitchen, and you see the CGI blood, but then when she's running away, there's, like, no blood on her back, and she has no injury. Yeah. So, like, that was the only thing that was negative for me for the movie was that one scene.
0: That's, yeah. Honestly, that was... And that wasn't even something I really paid close attention to, but now that you mention it, yeah. I'd say that I wasn't crazy about the mask, but it didn't bother me. And the reason why I say that, because like even in the original films, was it, up to like part, what was it, like part four, part five, where it had the, just the <laughs> the mask, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever one it was. So just because the originals did, I wasn't mad about it. But I was like, I wish it was a little bit better looking. But it wasn't terrible. It wasn't oh. terrible. Get me wrong on that. Um, so I guess those would be my only two complaints, and probably why it may not be. Uh, maybe there's a couple of reasons more why it wouldn't be a ten for me. I don't know, but. Maybe that's why it's a nine.
1: It's a see, I like, the, I like the mask because it's kind of, you know, if it takes place 20 years after H2O, so you're going to have a little bit of weathering, a little bit of tearing, a little bit of rough spots.
0: I, I just feel like it could have been done a little better in my opinion. I'm not saying I could have done it better because I know I couldn't have, but I'm just saying just visually in my mind, I just see something a little bit better. I'm not saying it's terrible because it's definitely not terrible, but I get what they're, I definitely get what they're going for.
2: Yeah, and I mean, come on. Four. An eight is, like, for me, an eight is really good either way. You know what I mean? It's like, but Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, and I gave it, like I said, I gave it a nine, so it's not like I'm shitting on the movie. not Absolutely not. And this is way better than um, My Special Boy. This is way better. Like, I feel, I don't know, you said My Special, I know My Special Boy came out
1: first. No, this came out first. Oh, yeah, this came out in 2021, and My Special Boy came out in 2022. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, So,
2: yeah.
1: I wonder, though, which one was
2: actually in production first or finished first. Maybe just release dates or something, whatever agreements or some shit. Mm -hmm. Because you can kind of see a progression to me anyway. Unless what it feels like. Right. That's what it feels like. I mean,
0: the only other thing I can think of is if they are bigger fans of Halloween and Friday the 13th. So for Halloween, maybe they got a bigger budget Mm -hmm. and they just. What they just.
2: Threw their foot in it, you know what I mean? They just, yeah, they just cu- love the I, character.
1: Yeah, I'm curious what the budget was for this for the for the, for the movie *Haddonfield Nightmare*. I'm to definitely want to know about about that because it's a huge upgrade. Depending on when it was shot chronologically with *My Special Boy*, it's mm-hmm. it's it's like night and day.
2: Mm-hmm. But, but you can tell the thumbprints there of whoever shot it. And that's why it made sense when you guys were like, yo, this was made by the people who did that. I was like, oh, okay, that, that kind of makes sense because there's a lot of the same kind of vibe to the way it's shot. You know what I mean? The scenes that they're getting and stuff like that. But you can definitely tell that there's been, like I said, kind of an evolution, you know what I mean? Kind of some growth has, that was made. It was, it was I, kind of dope to watch.
1: And I love My Special Boy. <laughs> I know you liked it as well, Chris. So, I mean... Yep. I had really
2: no no problems with it yeah i they still did a good job i don't know why like i i'm, I'm over here like should i give her give a higher score should i not but at the same time it's it's kind of how i'm feeling and i'm like you know there's i'm not complaining They're, either way they did a great job with a lot of the stuff that makes you know the, the boxes for me were checked on a lot of the things yeah. it's just for oh. some reason i'm just like Instead of nine or ten,
0: <laughs> no, but there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's perfectly fine. I mean, what you feeling, and it's not it's not like it's a bad score, like eight, or nine, know. or ten. That's amazing. That's amazing. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I, I definitely watch this one again too.
0: Hell yeah! As definitely a matter of fact, it. um, I'm gonna watch it again definitely. Um. Especially when the second one comes, when the sequel comes out, you're going to want to watch them back to back. You're going to want to watch these back to back and hopefully they're dope enough here. Now, here's the thing. I got a question for both of you right now. right. So is this movie right here worthy of a Halloween watch? And by that, I mean the movie that you're just like, I watched this movie on or these movies on Halloween. Let's say you watch four movies on Halloween every year. Is this gonna be one of the? What, is this good enough to be one of the four, in your opinion? And you can even think of the movies you really watch. I don't even know if you watch four, but let's just say if you did watch four, would this be able to be in the four forty? I mean, I, you, I, go ahead. No, you're
1: good.
2: You're good.
1: Go, 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 go. go. <laughs> go, go, go,
2: go, go. <laughs> what I was gonna say was, I I don't have enough exposure to it for it to be like ingrained in my mind. I could definitely watch it and not be mad at it a few more times. But for me to be like, yo, I'm gonna watch this thing every Halloween. Yeah, it it either times. had to have left a bigger impression or I just need more time rewatching it to fall in love with it even further okay. and be like, yo, that's fair. So that I can be like, no, this is one of those picks that nobody's ever going to have. And I need to tell people about this every Halloween. You know what I mean? That's fair.
0: So yeah. I guess which dad, well, you know, dad, pull you answer first? Because I have another twist to this question, too.
1: Well, I, uh, me personally, I would have to watch the second one to get the bigger picture of the whole story. If if this was just like a standalone and they weren't teasing a sequel and they weren't making a sequel I could watch it on Halloween I mean it may not be like my top 4 but I could definitely rewatch it as the season comes around because mm-hmm. like I said in the beginning this movie was the way it's shot it doesn't look like a fan film right it looks yeah. like something you're watching on AMC at, you know during spooky season yeah. or you're watching on IFC or something like that the way it was shot just made it G- gave you that Halloween like it belonged mm-hmm. in the franchise. but bigger picture, I have to wait till the second one comes out to see with how that story unfolds and see the whole see his whole purpose and vision of what he had planned with this. Okay,
0: so Braden is here, but I'm gonna answer my same question first, and then I'm gonna put a twist on the question, but I'll invite Braden in for that. Okay. So I actually I agree with both of you where I need to see not only do I need to see it more, but I also need to see the sequel. But now I want to throw a twist on this and just say, what about for like a fan film Halloween watch? You know what I mean? So say if you watch four, say, again, you watch four films, but two are fan films, two are regular films. I'm assuming it's probably going to be the similar answer
1: to where you got to see it more to really make that decision. I mean, I mean, for me, I mean, I haven't watched any other Halloween fan films. Okay. Um, this is definitely something, if, if there was just a fan film category and I was watching it every Halloween, this would be up there. But I would also include part two. I want to see that whole story. I want to watch it together because we don't just watch – when Halloween comes on AMC, We just it doesn't just show one film. It shows them in sequential order, and it gives you that whole Michael Myers story. I want to see Braden's vision of Michael Myers in a complete story, whether it's a sequel, mm-hmm. whether, he got, whether he has a, a trilogy planned. I want more. I love it that much that I want more. I can't wait for the second one.
0: Yes, yes. And really quick, I just want to pop this one up for you guys. I I was saying there is a second one coming. Nice. Indiegogo link is in the description, which I, your boy is getting the Blu-ray for. I don't remember if I have the Blu-ray for the first one or not, but
3: I will be getting this Blu-ray eventually.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, was, this was good. This was C- awesome.
3: Can you guys hear me? Yes, yeah. sir. Am I live? Okay, cool. Uh, well, first things <laughs> first, I just want to apologize for being late. Uh, I appreciate you guys uh, having me on, man. Oh, of uh, course, man. I, I'm always down to come on and talk Halloween or anything like that. So uh, to it's great to, great to meet you guys, man, and I'm excited to have this uh, conversation. Well, yeah, I'm,
0: I, I'm, I'm, I may hold you to that coming on any time.
3: <laughs> yeah. Seriously, we
0: love having people on, especially other people. And this is no disrespect to anybody, especially other creators, especially someone who's created a film, because your way of, say, if you're reviewing a a movie with us, your way of reviewing a film can be way different than our way, because you've been on set, you've been on film and directed, you've been all over the place on film, I'm sure, where we're just, for what all I have know, I've only watched movies, maybe doing some things with your phone and all that stuff, silly content here and there, which I guess we should still count it, but it's not doing a film,
3: Well, I I mean, I just have respect for anybody that, like, does this, man. I mean, dude, content creators, I honestly put in the same category as, like, filmmakers to an extent. Because, like, you know, you got to record your content, you got to edit your content, you got to do a whole lot of it to make sure that it's up to a a par or a quality that you Mm -hmm. want to get out. So, you know, I honestly, I respect anybody that does this. And so, I mean, you guys are running a whole show, a podcast, and all that stuff. And as somebody who is in that world as well, I mean, it's hard, man, because you know, you got to have the energy to, like, after a long day, you, you got to have the energy to show up and be like, you know what, we're gonna do this. But th- this honestly is like a way to kind of like shut off your brain and just have fun, though, and like, talk and nerd out and all, like, that. that's what it is to me, man. And, and that's what I love so much about it. So yeah, uh, I, I respect the hell out of you guys too, man. I
0: I, yo, I love that you said that end part as far as like this is just a shut your brain off getaway and enjoy it. Cause I swear to you, I say this is about every damn episode. That's what I want this show to be. This, that, that getaway, no matter how your day's going. Cause I don't always want to say you're having a bad day. You listen to this as a pick me up. Yes, I want that. But I also want it to be, I'm having a great day. I want to tune into Horror Research 30 cause I know they may say it's some gems here and there that's very rare, like tonight. But they're going to say some silly, stupid shit, and it's going to be hilarious. And then one of their takes on a certain film here and there, it's going to be ridiculous. Most likely, it's going to be sturdy. But for all that, like I I love that my show is a part of that kind of thing, because I watch other podcasts or other YouTube channels for that same thing. I'm having a great day, and it's just like me and the wife are chilling. It's one of our things where we'll just watch this together. There's certain YouTube channels we are not allowed to watch, unless we're both there and (laughs) both awake if anybody falls asleep or goes to the bathroom you have to pause it or stop mm-hmm. it it's, it's just one of them things and it's dope and it's cool to be like a part of that type of thing as a creator so to speak yeah. it's, it's yeah. awesome so I can only imagine doing a film that has to be just another level of like oh my gosh
3: yeah uh, let me be the first to tell you, man, that you, you got to know what you're getting into when you decide to sign up and say, I'm going to make a full film because, uh, I mean, there are so many stories I have, the ups, the downs, the in between, all that stuff just from being, you know, around it. And uh, I, I've done it three times. I saw that you guys just did uh, the My Special Boy review yes. or whatnot. Um, I mean that too, like we shot that in like six days. Like, you know, with with reshoots added on, we did we did it in nine days. So it was like uh we did six straight days in November of 2021, and then came back in April of 22 and shot for just three straight days. So yeah, nine days in total to make that entire thing. Um and then my newest short film, which uh, is Sally, which is also on my uh, YouTube channel, um, that uh, we shot that in about the same amount of time that we shot My Special Boy. <laughs> like, how, we shot how, that in six days. How long is the Sally? Sally's a uh, fourteen minutes.
0: No. So, would you be okay if I played it on the live and just put us all backstage? Or? Yeah,
3: that's fine. Yeah, if you wanted to, that's totally fine. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for that right now.
2: Yay, yeah, Yay! Yeah. I'm excited.
3: And
2: we, we were saying how we kind of it like I didn't realize that this one was made by you, but there was something sim like familiar about the movie. And then they told me it was made by you af- after we saw the my special boy. And I was like, click now. It makes sense. There's <laughs> thumb paint was definitely on it. his styles there with it. Can you send
0: me the link Bob uh, Braden, please?
2: Yeah, sure. I
3: need to squeak. I'll just send you the YouTube link if, if that's. Oh, that's great. perfect.
2: Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, we had we had a great time with my special boy as well. So it's it's so cool to be able to do this and actually talk to yeah. you guys and get the experience and get the exposure to that, because we've been fans for so long that it's like, all right, we're in this space now. We kind of want to start venturing. We talk about it and tip our toes. You know what I mean? So I love having these conversations with people like oh, yeah. you who have actually been through it, you know? Mad yeah, word,
0: Jake? yeah. Just really quick, guys. I would love to have you on for something like this because I would just love I would love to have you on and let you just take over. Because something like this is something I'm interested in myself. I don't know anything about that. And just from the conversations from Mick and all that other stuff we've had and heard, I would love your insight on that. That'd be beautiful. Any advice for someone writing a horror script? Yes, yes, All right, we
3: get Yeah, so uh, that that was the question right there. Uh, yeah. Am I okay to answer that? or oh yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so when it comes down to writing a horror script, it really just kind of comes down to the idea and what it is that you feel that you want to do with it. That sounds generic, but once you have the idea in your head, the idea kind of snowballs into a possible story and and what i mean by that is how i come up with stuff is i'll be walking through my house at night just brushing my teeth and i'll look at a dark corner or something and i'll be like hey like what if uh what if some some shit like popped in like right there or something and it, it just really is like kind of it snowballs into into that so with when it came to Haddonfield Nightmare, I had to approach it to and I came up with the idea of writing that as a H2O sequel. Um, I have a, a I have a seven and a half minute Halloween short that's not on my channel anymore. It's hidden. Like, I can technically make it live on my channel, but um, it's terrible. Uh, and we initially wanted to try to do something bigger with part two with that. And uh, then we just had people that weren't taking it seriously. Like we were working with friends and family Aww. and you guys know how that is. Right. So that's kind of like that, But that's any uh, filmmakers first attempt is they always just try to get anybody involved. They can So they cast their friends and they're like, hey, we're going to go do this. Do you want to do this? And the friends are like, oh, yeah, that sounds really, really cool. But when it comes down to it, they see all the work that goes into it and they're like, "Ah, man, this is way too much work or whatever. Mm -hmm. So they exit the project. And then I was watching Halloween H2O to do some research for a Halloween fan film I wanted to do because this is like around the time that fan films just started to boom. So I'm doing some research. I'm watching the whole franchise, just taking notes on Michael Myers and characters. And I got to H2O and I was like, oh, my God, no one has ever done a good h2o sequel because i can't stand halloween resurrection man i cannot stand it i hate it (laughs) with a burning passion i think that there's a few good qualities with it but that's it um and so when I started coming up with a script, like I was like, OK, where is John Tate at currently? Like, And it really is like, you know, you want to have your characters on who it's going to be. And with Sally, that's an original. So I came up with this idea, like, really, if you think from your past, what were you afraid of as a kid and how can you give it your own twist? Or is there a scene from a movie that you saw that you can just stretch it into like a 14 minute short film? And what is... Like, how do you see this character? Sally is, I'll tell you right now, based on the ring and the grudge, like the girl is, because um, I was terrified of the grudge as a kid. So that's where the idea of Sally came from. And I wanted to give my own spin on that. Um, so really it just is kind of think from your past, think of things that you were afraid of and really take your own fears and your own trauma, really. I know it sounds messed up, but, uh, and just spiral it into something and put characters in situations that are just like super spine chilling and will get an audience's hand sweating. So I hope that uh, helps a little bit. Nice.
0: Hmm. All right. I'm Hmm. going to rally up. I'm going to pull us backstage just so there's no sound interference.
3: uh thanks for coming again come on in
0: hi mrs
2: lewis thank you uh gosh thanks again so much for doing doing this it's really not a
3: problem i mean i had to drive a little bit further but i never have any issues with Julie, so i'm happy to plus i finally get to see the new house and it's so beautiful yeah i'm glad you like it so how's everything going so far you know it's taking some getting used to quite honestly just with it being so much larger, but um, it's been a good change. Mr. Lewis likes his new job. Seems like it. He has just been so stressed out at work lately, which is why we're going out tonight. Um, you know, figured he could use it. That's really nice. Oh, um, speaking of which, that's him. So I should probably get going. But um, there's food in the fridge, and your money's on the table. If um, oh, if you can have Julie in bed by ten o'clock. That would be great, and I don't know, we'll be home around like two o'clock. Oh, and the TV, it's the exact same. You know how to use that, right? Yeah, I got it for sure. Um, Where is Julie, by the way? She's somewhere upstairs, Um, but I gotta go. All right, have a good night. I'll have a good night.
2: Julie. Hey, Julie.
3: Julie.
1: There you are. What are
3: you doing? I called your name like three times. Are you okay? I'm okay. You sure? Yeah. Are you having a tea party?
2: Yeah.
1: With who? Sally. Which one's Sally? Is this her? No. Is that
3: one Sally? No. Well, then where is she?
1: Up there.
2: (laughs) In the attic? Why is she up there? She lives there. What if I go see Sally? I don't think that's a good idea.
3: Why not? She doesn't like to be
0: bothered.
1: Do
3: your parents know about Sally?
0: No, she only talks to me. She talks to you? Yeah, sometimes at night I'll be trying to go to sleep and she'll say my name and say she wants to be my friend. Let's go see Sally. you should do this, Sam.
1: Come on.
3: You said she wanted to be your friend. Yeah, but... But then there's nothing to be scared of. Look, I've got my flashlight. I won't even go all the way up. I'll be right back. I barely touched your food. You okay? Julie, you know you can talk to me, right?
1: Yeah. So tell me what's wrong. It's. Sally. Sally?
3: What's bothering you about Sally? I thought you said she wanted to be your friend.
2: She says that, but she scares me.
1: Why does she scare you?
2: She's dead
3: And your parents don't know about Sally right? No she
0: said if I told them about her bad things might happen. Bad things? I've
3: said too much. How about we forget about Sally? We can clean up and go watch a movie we can grab some of your ice cream
1: stash. Can I pick the movie too yeah of course.
0: protect me, right?
3: Of course I will. Oh my god, it is so late. We gotta get you to bed.
2: Do I have to? Yes, you do. How
0: you feeling, kiddo?
3: Better. Good. We'll get some sleep. And I'm sure the bad thoughts will be gone in the morning, okay? Good night. Good night. Also, you can't suddenly stop taking SSRIs like that.
1: I want to be better. I want to be happy like I used to be.
2: You need to start taking your meds again for me.
3: Julie, what are you still doing up? Julie?
0: (laughs) Julie. Julie! get us all back
1: Mm. Mm.
2: Mm. 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 (laughs) i'm gonna tell you right now man Mm. that was the
0: out of the three that we've seen so far that was the best one
2: that story i like that yeah yeah bro you got me jumping a couple times you're really good at, (laughs) at getting the music curation to cue on and have those actions and edits that you do fucking just hit their point, hit their mark. Kudos. Yeah. It it
3: all comes from a team, man. Like, I mean, uh, obviously, like, with, uh, with the writing of it, uh, that's just the first piece. So, like, you get the script done, and then we got to find locations and, you know, obviously that's why we do our funding, our Indiegogo campaign. So that way we can uh, assist with uh, getting the production made. But, I mean, then really post-production, man, I got to really give a big shout out to all those guys that work in uh, post-production. Like uh, Zach Dion for helping me with editing. Uh, Adrian Emond, who is actually also the same composer as Sally, is the same composer that did uh, the Haddonfield Nightmare music as well. Right. So um, it was the same guy for that uh and then mike shabani who did all the sound with the cracks and everything it's so fun to see like he'll send me videos of him like just breaking lettuce and stuff like (laughs) by a mic so he can like try and get like the sound cracks and everything um and then tyler Falco, man for uh doing all the mixing and editing all the sound mix and everything so he makes it all sound really uh, like it all goes together. So yeah, I really got to give a big shout out to them. I've used them now for both Haddonfield nightmare and Sally, and we will be using all of them again for, uh, the last nightmare
2: for a fact. Wait, wait, what did you just say? What's that? You said the last nightmare.
3: Yeah, that's the, that's, um, the, the, sequel Haddonfield the nightmare, sequel. nightmare.
2: Bro, yeah. I thought you said you was about to do a Freddy. I'm like, I'm in,
3: oh,
2: <laughs> I'm in.
3: Yeah, no, The the Last Nightmare is the sequel to, uh, to Haddonfield Nightmare. I, I know it sounds kind of Nightmare E, but um, like Nightmare on Elm Street E, but uh, we just thought that that was a. When I came up with that title, man, like I just thought that it fit really well with what we had already set up. And yeah, this is going to be the finale of the H2O story, and we, we really want to go out with a bang. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And if you haven't seen that film, check it out. Link is in the description. I did just drop a couple of <clears throat> minutes ago. I did drop the Sally YouTube. Do you guys want to go and watch that again? You definitely should. That was that was dope.
2: It was really was. Just like,
0: wow. wow! And <laughs> on what worst damn gamer were saying. As far as the music and like the timing with everything was just perfect. I was like, wow, this is. It makes you you wanting, wanting more like, okay, where's the rest? Like (laughs) this was awesome, but now I want more of this.
3: That, that was the idea. Yeah. That was the idea is just to kind of give like a a little opening. Cause like, you know, when you do a short film, like man, cause I, I'm coming into this after doing two features. Like we shot, uh, my special boy in between, uh, Haddonfield nightmare and Sally. So it's like, after doing two features, I was like, man, I want to shoot something, but I want to do a short. Uh, Just to try and like, you know, do something uh, original. And that's kind of like what my route is going to be with the next few films that I want to do is with The Last Nightmare and then do something a little shorter. Um, But I would definitely like to continue in the Sally world for a fact. We definitely want to bring we definitely want to bring her back uh, eventually and um, bring these characters back because there's some unfinished business with the synopsis that we've come up with like with uh the young girl now and and sally so yeah we definitely want to do a chapter two for that eventually
2: yeah i mean this is a pitch that's that's all i see right here is just the pitch you know what i mean i i, I see it man good, good luck
3: thank you i appreciate that yeah this was this was this was
0: something else I was just like,
2: got you got me hooked that's wow. for sure
0: hell yeah i can't wait i can't wait to see what you guys do next I cannot wait to see what you guys do next. I know you are, which I'll pull this up again, the Indiegogo. I know you guys are working on this, which I'm excited for. I'm very excited for it. And Link is in the description for that as well. But for part two of the Halloween film we were discussing earlier. What were you saying, Chris?
2: In previous episodes, I discussed how like it's getting harder and harder to impress me these days because we're kind of spoiled by how good cameras are and all that shit, even just phone tech. But man, I, I'm trying to think back to a time of recent movies, last five years, ten years, let's say, because I, I don't, I'm starting to feel old. Uh, where like I actually ha- jumped <laughs> and I actually like heart like. There was a couple moments in, like, the uh, the Conjurings or like or, uh, Insidiouses and stuff like that, but not, like, bro, like, this kind of fucked me up a little bit. In some way.
3: <laughs> He's going to have a hard time going to sleep tonight. Bro, my so, heart's yeah. still
2: pumping. My heart's still pumping. I'm like, man, I really want to watch it again, but at the same time, can I handle it right now? Like, Not with like, the
0: lights I'm off. I'm saying. <laughs> you know what?
1: Oh, it's
0: Yo, you a, it would be, yo, be <laughs> hilarious if somebody just came in with their hair over their face and just stuck their hand in crisp. And boom! <laughs>
2: oh, bro, forget about it. I'd be fucking through the window, two stories up, just fucking.
0: Do <laughs> a pass out in his chair,
2: <laughs>
0: wake up, confused, what
1: happened? Yeah. Hmm? So, I don't
0: know,
1: so, man. so, so, Braden, what gets you? What gets your mind going? What influ What influences you? What gets those creative juices flowing when you come up with these synopses, these stories that you put on the film?
3: Dude, uh, I mean, my brain is always just operating with something. I'll be standing in line at uh, at a coffee shop, and I'll just kind of be listening to the people around me, and mm-hmm. like I'll see something like out during the day while I'm out, and I'll be like, oh, like that's that's interesting. Like my mind is always just constantly, like just twirling with different stories and, and everything that I'd, I'd like to tell. Um, for example, I, I moved out to um, Arizona, which is where I'm currently located. And I, um, I'm like just driving by mountains and everything. And I'm like, okay, like, what do you, what, like, what could we do here? I'll tell you, I'll just tell you guys right now. I have a sci-fi idea eventually that I'd like to do just based on the ideas that I've come up with just driving around out here. Um. So, like, I mean, really, when I'm driving, I do a couple different things. I, I am just, uh, I start the drive with no, no music. I just like kind of like let the, um, mm. let the road just kind of like you know. Uh, I use the white noise, the road, to just kind of like think, especially on road trips, and then I'll turn on music and just kind of like see how I can fit in. I, I listen to, I'll listen to movie soundtracks while I drive. Now when I get up to uh, a stoplight or something, I turn it down so people don't think I'm weird. But <laughs> <laughs> but then like I I literally uh, I ignite on the uh, engine and I'm like I turn it right back up. Um, and then I listen to actual like you know uh, actual music like you know artists and everything just mm-hmm. to kind of think about what where I can maybe use these in different or like music that sounds like this in in certain things so really it's just like my mind is always constantly going and the minute that i have an idea i try to create an entire synopsis out of it like so i I put in my in my phone i literally will just open my notes and i'll put okay idea like this and i'll i'll try and build a synopsis out of it i'm like okay that's kind of interesting and I'll come back to it a little bit later. And I'll be like, okay, do I want to change something? Uh, yeah, I want to change this. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like where my ideas come from. It's just constantly, always looking around and just thinking about locations. Um, I, I came up with the Christmas horror idea that I wanted that I want to do from working uh, at a coffee shop uh, <laughs> that dawned an idea for doing a, a Christmas horror slasher. Um, the entire movie takes place with uh, with two coffee shop workers that are uh, working on Christmas Eve, and a group of mercenary Santa Clauses come in and try and steal all of the money because it's a popular coffee shop. It's a very popular, so it's two mm-hmm. baristas versus uh, four different Santa Clauses, mm-hmm. uh, which is what I'm really excited about. <laughs> nice. So it's it's like another low budget one. I, I always like to try and think of because. As of right now, we're limited with sources, right? Like obviously, like if we don't successfully crowdfund, then we can't do it. So but the thing is I want to do it no matter what. So I try to think about the cheapest possible way to make it, but have it in good quality, you know. Yeah. Um, luckily with Haddonfield Nightmare, we bought a lot of our equipment. So all of our equipment that we essentially have, like, yeah, we need to get a few new things, but we can also rent it, which Mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to think of. But we try to buy as much as we can. So we have it on hand. So that way, when it comes to future productions, like if we only raise five thousand dollars, okay, that's fine. But how can we use this five thousand dollars to shoot something? You know, like the answer to that is. By not spending money on new equipment, mm-hmm. using equipment that we've got from previous projects and making it work with the mm-hmm. best way that we can. So it's just trying to be smart with that. So most of the ideas I have right now, such as Sally, take place in one location for a reason. And it's because it kind of makes you feel contained. It, like is kind of claustrophobic and everything. So that's kind of what I look at. Um, whereas The Last Nightmare is kind of bigger scope because we're going to be in more of Haddonfield. Like we're going to be outside more, whereas we were inside more in the Haddonfield nightmare. Now we're going to be outside on the streets Mm -hmm. um, and all that stuff in this next one. So it it really is just a variety of different things that I think about just constantly um, and how the hell we can do it. So um, yeah, I hope that answers your question.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. That was awesome. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys. I know we reviewed or we gave our ratings for the first movie. We have to do it for Sally Sally. now. We have to do it for Sally Sally. now. And I'll even put myself on the spot first. Rating, no reason. I'm giving it a 10. I'm giving it a 10. I don't know what that means. I guess he's thinking. 10. There you go. I'm going back to you, worst damn.
2: <laughs> there we go. All right, I'm back. Can you guys hear me?
0: Yes, sir. All
2: yep. right. So what was the question? I apologize. Rating for Sally. Oh, God. Fucking nine. All day. Boom.
0: Boom. That that was really, really, really good.
3: You know okay. that that honestly, and th- this is honestly why we do it, man. To to get the feedback and to just hear the like and see how people react to it is, is truly the reason that we do it, man. Like is it's, there's nothing like showing your movie to an audience and having them either jump or uh, if it's a horror movie, you want them to jump, especially at the jump scares, but just the feedback, whether it's good or bad, man, honestly, that's the one thing that I did say on quite a few of my streams, even before I hadn't feel nightmare. Anytime one of my movies come out, I'm just like, Literally, I don't care if you love it or if you hate it, but if you could just give us feedback and give constructive feedback that will help us, you know, that is Mm -hmm. what I look for. Because I read all the comments. I read every comment that's on on our films. Like I go in, I'm like, okay, what do people like? What do people not like? How can we use that and Mm -hmm. take that into consideration for the next movie? So, you know, you learn something on every film project. Uh, I'm not saying that every one of my films is going to be perfect, but we try as yeah. hard as we can to make it as good as we can possibly make it. So,
0: of course, of course. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. <laughs> we did review My Special Boy. You want to go check that one out? You don't have to if you don't want to,
3: but we did review Here's my that. notes.
0: Here's my notes.
3: Oh, from, from My Special Boy? Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, nice. Yep. Very Nice. But um, we do have a question for you,
2: Brayden. What do you think is scary? A personal close-up shots or dust wide-view shots? I hated how the new Halloween used such large shots, and I thought it really took me out of the film.
3: Yeah, so um, I definitely think uh, close-up shots for jump scares uh, are definitely effective. Like in Sally, you saw when Sam grabbed the sheet of paper and she was holding it up like to, to look at it. And mm-hmm. then Sally's hand comes out and, and grabs her. We do a, a close up of that so that way we can get the nice effect and really throw in the jump scare. Um, so I think that if you're trying to make something scary close, I'd say is definitely more personable, um, especially like at that end shot where we kind of panned down and we got to see Sally's full face right behind Sam. And then she was like, Sam, and then grabbed her. Um, That was, uh, we did close because we want to get a chance to see everything. Wide shots are good, but I normally do my wide shots when I'm trying to establish our atmosphere. Like you've probably seen in all three of the movies you guys have seen now that normally in the beginning you get the establishing shots like the. Mm -hmm tripod establishing shots i'm a sucker for those my dad has actually caught on that that's my style like he he notices it like when he's like that's... sitting there he's like he's like yeah this is one of your movies i can tell right off the bat because of uh, the establishing and everything so yeah <laughs> um that that's the only reason that i like to do you know wide shots unless it's a car driving down the road or yeah. i i do normally like shooting a, a fight scene in a full wide first and then doing all like it'll cut up close and personal but i like wide shots especially if it's like a continuous shot i like the wide so the camera can do more like and flow better with the talent that you're doing because um the and the john wick
1: movies are a part of the reason for that <laughs> so nice see i think my favorite shot from the handfield nightmare was when beck the trick-or-treaters and then becca the door, gives him candy and then it kind of cuts away, and you see Michael standing there in the background with the, the mm-hmm. street streetlights behind him. That that's probably my favorite scene. It's shot so great. Um, it just was like, "Fuck!" There's Michael. Oh my god! It, like
2: it was. It was like a.
1: It was like a, a scary moment. It, it felt. It felt like a like a Halloween, like a real. I don't want to say real, but like, it didn't see fe- didn't see fan filmish at all. It was mm-hmm. it was. And I said in the beginning, before you came on, this film did not sh- did not watch, did not visually see like it was a fan film. because it, it looks like it's just a continuation, and that's mm-hmm. what you wanted. And your camera sh- your camera work is amazing. It definitely showed in this movie.
3: Thank you. I, I, I do appreciate that. If I, if I could be honest, the only thing I'm not a, a big fan of in the Haddonfield Nightmare is our opening scene, and the, there's a reason behind it uh the opening scene was uh we were supposed to have a lot more people on set that night it was supposed to look a lot better uh one of our we only had two lights uh one of them died so we had to work Ah. with one production light that was on a battery time so whenever Mm. whenever that battery died we had to be done for the night so um Yeah, like, when we did that, we we shot the opening a couple different times, uh, actually. We shot one opening that was absolutely awful. It was actually worse than the opening is now. So, I'm like, the opening we have now is better than the one we had. But, um, yeah, I I will say just, like, it's my least favorite because it was, like, the all the shit that went down on set that night, I was just like, you know what? Screw it. And we just kind of threw it in there. Cause we were like, well, we, if we want to hit our deadline, we have to be mm-hmm. done. That was like one of the last scenes that we shot and everything went wrong. We were like, guys, so much shit has happened throughout this production. Let's just call it. Let's use it. Let's, <laughs> let's do what we can. And so that's what we did. Um, and then the rest of the movie though, after that, I think I, I, I like it quite a bit actually. So, you know, um, I can sit down and watch it from beginning to end and I can, you know, sure sit down and tear it apart. And mo- I think the reason I do it is because I was there and saw everything that went, on. Yeah. um, it, it kind of takes on a different life form uh, when you're watching it and you realize that you were next to the shit that was like, you know, that next to the scene. Um, but also part of, and I don't mean anything with people involved with the production, everyone that I was that I worked with was fantastic. It was just things that was outside of our control with locations and different things that we had to do in order to get the movie made. So, you know, it was, it was a very big learning experience and it was very tiring. There were a couple times where I definitely wanted to quit, uh, but I'm really glad I did. not So
0: <laughs> you're not the only one. I'm glad you didn't either, man. After watching this, yep. after watching all th- I mean, well, you could see how I felt about the Friday the 13th film on the pod. I wasn't a big fan of it. I didn't hate it, but I wasn't a big fan of it. But these two right here, and I feel like Sally blew them both out the water. And I really enjoyed the Halloween one, but Sally was just... It just gave you everything you wanted in those 15 minutes. Like, it really, really? gave you everything you wanted in those 15 minutes. But at the same time, I'm saying that, and I'm about to say, which I guess I'm contradicting myself, I want more. But I could also see this being like, I know you're saying you may bring her on later on. So basically like an anthology type of thing. So she may come back or be connected with something else, which dope. I am i can't freaking wait. I do have a question for you, though, because I do want to bring this back. Sure. I just want to bring this back a hell of a lot more. Is for your horror shorts, would you be cool if we played them on here? Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Just because, like I said, I'm really trying to connect with Indy a lot more and I want to start doing stuff like that. And I'm just throwing these ideas out here right now because I'm hoping people from the indie community, including yourself, is listening and want to join for something. Maybe even once a month. Doing this all the time, but maybe once a month having somebody from the indie team, a few people from the team coming on, just let people know what it's like being on set or how it was being on the set for that. And I don't mean all the negative drama stuff. I mean like being on set and creating this stuff for just the other people that want to do it or start it. It could be a, you might inspire some kid that's watching this. Someone's crazy. I thought the children watch my show, but hey, people do it. Or just someone, an adult, whoever. And they're just like, oh, wow, I can really just, these guys really did it. Like, I can really just pick up my phone and do it. not saying you used your phone, but I'm just saying like, I can really just pick up my phone and do this. If they see somebody else that's done that, maybe that'll help inspire, which would be dope to have more independent things. And we can just keep saying fuck Hollywood because they don't know how to treat people. More independent things, building each other, helping each other grow. So I just figured it would be a fun thing to do.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely cool. You can play anything that you just let me know when you're going to be playing it so I can share it and promote you guys too, man. Like, yeah. that, that's pretty yeah, much brother. it. All right. So um, Throwing uh, right, so
0: throw it into that really quick, double would you care if we did a full length feature? Maybe not even necessarily as like a watch review, maybe more as like a watch party type of deal? Yeah. Yeah. You, absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Be on the lookout for that, guys. Be on the lookout for that. And I'm open to doing that with anybody who has your independent horror stuff out there. Who, you guys need to be seen and heard. You guys make a lot of dope content. If if I like it or not, here's what I'll say. You guys did it. You guys made it. You guys tried it. Someone out there is going to enjoy it. Yep.
3: And, and that's the... That, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No,
0: no.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: No, I, I was going to just say that that's, that's the uh, catch of it is that, you know, we're, like we want to try and make something and uh, we just want to be the best filmmakers that we possibly can be. And, and that's it. Like, you know, we are out there trying to do something. Eventually I'd like to do this full time if I, if I could, you know, if mm-hmm. um, I would drop everything in a heartbeat and if it meant that I, I got signed on to direct a, a movie tomorrow, like, you know, but um, like, I also like doing it independently cause I, I like the fact that we can keep all of our ideas and that mm-hmm. we can, you know, like we don't have producers saying, Oh, like, you know, take that out. That's stupid when it's an integral piece or, Oh, mm-hmm. Like they're going to make us throw in something that has nothing to do with our story. Whereas as an independent filmmaker, if we try and do it to our uh, our way, um, everything that we see, all of our creative choices can stay in. So, you know, um, I understand that Hollywood is a business and I understand that there are meetings and stuff that goes on about a script. But honestly, like some of the executives should not ever give insight on a script. These are people that sit at a desk. And they just come, they collect the paycheck for all of the hard work that everybody else is doing. All they do is just dish out the money and they're like, here, make me more money. And that's it. <laughs> so, um, I mean, they, they shouldn't be given insight at all. Like I- I've, I listened to so many different screenwriters and like, they're like, Oh yeah, dude, like I, w- I would be in a meeting with someone and like at- say it was someone at Sony and they'd like be giving all this feedback. And then I'd be, uh, they'd be like, um, Asking for feedback, like they'd be like, Okay, well, where were you thinking? Like, where should this go into the script or whatnot? And their answer is, well, I'm not the writer. So it's like, Well, yeah, exact. So why are you the giving one me in. insight? Making if Do you want me to do the damn thing or not? Like <laughs> but so, was- um, yeah, it's it's just all that is is just crazy.
0: And that's why I want to do this as far as like any any creator that gives me the permission to show it. Um and yes, it's helping, it's helping myself too. I'm going to say that, of course, just to be honest, of course, but it's also just to get more eyes on your content, more eyes and ears on your content. Cause it's definitely deserved. Like there's, I'm just like, they, they make some awesome movies and people just don't know about it. And I'm hope like what I would like to see, and I'll go back to what I was asking these guys earlier with the Halloween question, as far as like watching a certain ho- horror movie on Halloween. And if anybody has any, I'm going to ask you guys, I too, which one it is, but, uh, like these fan films, it would be dope to where we didn't get these fan films that people really love and enjoy that you watch. So you watch these in October. So I'm going to watch these. And I, you know I mean, at least I'm going to watch these in October along with the original Halloween films. Or I'm going to watch this one on Halloween because this movie just deserves to be watched on Halloween. Like, I want the fan films to be deserved to watch on Halloween. Like that one, you just like, I have to watch this every Halloween. These are the ones I watch throughout the month. I think mm-hmm. that's dope. And I just want to get, help get more eyes and ears and maybe even get inspire others to create more things and just like, you know what I mean? To where it's like, okay, wow, they're going to actually show it. Maybe that'll be the thing. Oh, they're going to show it on their show. Yeah. Why not? And we also, you said something about sci-fi earlier doing a sci-fi film. We have another podcast called popcorn and pints. Um, where Um, We have some co-hosts over there. So we can do the same thing over there. Same thing right over there, man.
3: Yep. Yeah, w- whatever it is that you guys need to do, man. I- I'm, A okay again, just let me know when you guys are going to do it and I'll share it and get people over here to listen to you guys too. I've had a great time tonight, man. You guys are great. Thank you guys, seriously, for uh having me on and like I'm loving (laughs) this so far. So, thank you for coming Uh, on. But uh, yeah, I had planned to start this over the summer, but um, if anybody is trying to get insights into the indie filmmaking world, I'm starting a a podcast for, uh, for indie filmmakers um it's called action uh, a filmmaking podcast and um we're gonna go through all the ins and outs man each episode is gonna be just like locations what we've done for locations and how to go about having a conversation if you're shooting a movie at an airbnb how to go about approaching it because you can't just rent an airbnb and not let them know what you're doing like (laughs) One of my buddies, like that was one of our producers. He's like, dude, just rent the Airbnb and like we'll be able to shoot. I'm like, no, that's not how it works, because you need to let them know, because like if we're having other people over and everything at this place, mm-hmm. there's a lot of nitty gritty stuff that goes into that. So, um, yeah, like it, it's just that. like really it goes down to how to have these conversations, how to approach. Um, what you should do if you're rejected by a location, etc. So, you know, there's uh, a lot of things that we are going to cover on that show. Um, I just, just to – oh, go this, ahead.
0: No, okay, this has hit me because of that show. Like, I love that idea. I definitely want to – definitely, definitely, definitely want to watch that and I'll promote it and all that cool stuff once it's out. But to tie into that show for, like, some – Visual stuff to make it fun, I guess you could say, or more or just a side like a side thing is you guys acting that out like the right way to like the right way and the wrong way to do it. But make the wrong way, like the reaction, real extreme, real extreme. Oh, yeah,
3: No, the, the, there is definitely a wrong way to, to go about it. There's a wrong way to approach it, too. I mean, you know, one of my biggest flaws, I'd say, is comparing like so I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, you see campaigns that raise all this money. Right. Mm -hmm. And one of my biggest flaws is I compare my campaign to other people's campaigns Uh and my girlfriend, it drives her crazy. She's like, you can only control what you do. And that's Mm -hmm. it. And I'm like, literally, like, you're right, I know. But like I say you're right after bitching about it for 30 minutes. And then (laughs) I'll come to my senses and be like, no, you're right. She's like, do you or do you not still get this done? I'm like, I do. She's like, exactly. So shut the hell up and go out there and do the best that you can. (laughs) So, you know, and um, I mean, she's great. She she lets me know like to not. And this is stuff that I tell people, too, is that you can't focus on other people's work. Yet I focus on other people's campaign. I don't really so much focus on the work of their films or anything. Um, I do if I'm reviewing it. But in terms of like campaigns that raise a lot of money i'm like just sitting there i'm like well it's kind of discouraging as someone that's trying to do it but at the same time it's like you know you can't sit there and sulk because you know you you got to find a way to get back out there and continue to promote it until the end because literally in one day something can happen literally over like last weekend we were sitting at like sixteen hundred dollars and in one day we raised like another sixteen hundred dollars and that put us over three thousand. So it's like somebody can see it and be like, you know what, I want to jump in on this. And um, that's something that I've learned. It's it's truly a learning process from start to finish every single time. So, um, yeah, that's something that uh, that I've
2: also caught on to. I got I, I got two big takeaways from our conversation here tonight. Imagination and envisioning and then acting not acting like acting like oh i mean acting like taking action mm-hmm. and then two uh what was the thing you just said it you just said it
3: but... not worrying about what other people think or
1: something like that no. not focusing on other campaigns
2: yeah 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 not just just not worrying about you know looking at everything else and trying to compare yourself just keep doing it and then keep getting better and better <laughs> yeah. and better and better Like uh, uh, it's it's inspiring to do this because one of the things that makes me want to do is not only now like sturdy ass, which ones will we watch for Halloween? Now I want to go find other ones of, of like the big three or four that I would normally watch like Freddy, Chucky, uh, you know, Jason, Michael Myers. Find those and be like, those are my four for Halloween's of fan films. If I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. what are we watching? I don't want to watch the same old shit. And Let's go kinda, watch these cause these are quality. You know that, what
0: I mean? I, I, I kinda wanna do that. And I'm even I'm just throwing this out here again just to put it out in the atmosphere. Even of doing Hold like answer
3: thing. your question. Give me one second. I'm sorry. Hold on. I'll be right back.
0: Yep, yep. Oh but Yeah, I,
2: I I'm I'm super excited, man, especially if, with everything that I've been doing and stuff like that. It, it, all of this just is, is so inspiring. I, I'm hoping that fucking even the small short shit that I'm doing is, is showing that I'm listening. I'm paying attention and I'm just trying new shit every single day. And that's mm-hmm. that's half the battle. Get out your way. Just try shit, fail, fuck up, get better. Like just just do it with love and put your all into it. And at the end of the day. If the all that you put into it was just what your eighty percent is, then that's all you could give that day. But every other day, if you can give that hundred, you ain't got nothing to be mad about. That's your hundred for that day. And not only
0: that, that's not just with films. That's with anything. Anything that you're really passionate yeah. about, that you want to do anything. You know what I mean? If it's doing a podcast if it's play, if it's being the best at a certain video game mm-hmm. you have to put that dedication into it if it's drawing great if it's your writing being better read whatever it is in this world that you want to do you have to just do it practice adding it better and better and better and eventually you'll get to that point to where you're just like i, I know what i'm doing now i can it. yeah because
1: just- if, yeah, if you focus on other people that are creating the same content and you're always constantly comparing it becomes a distraction so then you just you're not gonna really give yourself hundred percent if you're if you if fifty percent of you is worrying about another person doing the same thing, but you know, maybe they're raising more, maybe they're doing it better. You gotta focus you'll get there. And and with you, Braid, like your supporters are gonna be there. Your content that we've reviewed, and I've only been doing this with these guys for maybe a month or so. It's really opened me up to a lot of lot of different things I I probably wouldn't normally have watched if it wasn't for this show. Mm-hmm. And like your your content, and, and specifically because you're on tonight, like from My Special Boy to watching Haddonfield Nightmare to to look at your IMDb and then watching Sally tonight. I'm like, I'm really super stoked and excited for this this next chapter in I'm, the Haddonfield saga.
0: I'm going to tell you right so, now, man, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of you because... <laughs> and the, the cool thing about it too is because in the way that we watch the movies, like starting with... My special boy to Haddonfield to Sally, each one progressed for me. Mm-hmm. Each one progressed, and I'm just like, I can't wait to see what's next. I don't care if it's a short. I don't care if it's full length. I want to see it, and I'm gonna play it on this show. If again, I'll, every
2: time I'm gonna have to do it, I'll
0: hit you. Hey, listen, bro, listen.
2: It's exciting yeah. because one of the things we said was if it felt like an evolution from my special boy to Haddonfield, and then we see Sally. Bro, you're on a fucking the the jets fueled my guy. Get ready.
3: Yes.
2: Get ready. I'm telling you, bro.
3: Hey, you, you know, uh, and that uh, cause that's what I'm saying, man. Like, and on, uh, that's what we wrote or, uh, what I, I put in our, um, Indiegogo campaign is in one of the paragraphs, like for it is I, I talk specifically about each project, and I'm like, you know, each film we try to get better. And we try to make it better and better each time, no matter what it is. Like if it's a two minute short, uh, mm-hmm. 15 minute short, uh, like a short can go all the way up to 45 minutes before it's considered a feature. But um, what, no matter how long it is or it's, if it's a feature, man, we want to make it the best that we possibly can. And I'm, I'm telling everybody right now, man, like that. Big respect. Everyone is in for a treat for The Last Nightmare. Uh, It is, it it truly is. It's, I think the best thing that I I co-wrote it this time. Uh, I wrote the Haddonfield Nightmare um, all by myself, but this time uh, my director of photography from Sally and from Haddonfield Nightmare, uh, he co-wrote it with me. Um, And uh, I'm like the ideas, man, that we like, we would have meetings and we would look at like, you know, an idea would be awesome if we looked at each other and we were just like, fuck that's <laughs> that's crazy yeah. so um dude the, the final fight that occurs between john and michael dude is nine pages long so oh. it, it is an insanely long fight i and it's just nine pages of straight essentially description of like what's going on in in the fight so it, it's intense it's brutal as shit um like had nightmare was more settled um, mm-hmm. Like it was more classic Halloween. It was just more. Michael did the hit thud and everything. Uh, in the last nightmare, he got his ass beat a couple times in in the Haddonfield nightmare, and I think it's because he's rusty from the 22 years of of being gone. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I like. A lot of people have asked me that. They're like, "Why is Michael so rusty?" I'm like, "Dude, you don't do shit for 22 years. You try going back into a job that you've done for years and taking a 22 <laughs> year gap it and worked. getting back into it." And yo. It- uh, it don't even
0: take me 22 years. It can give me about 6 months. I forgot I damn not forgot everything.
3: <laughs> exactly. So, you know, Michael's a little bit of like this is the last nightmare is all of the rust coming off of Michael and literally just wreaking havoc on the town of Hatfield. It is Ugh. it's insane. It's brutal. The kills are honestly crazy um my uh my sister actually has one of the kills uh in the movie uh and like we know which one she's gonna do and she's like oh my god that's so cool so <laughs> nice, nice.
0: That's
2: awesome. yeah bro i, I love just your, your thought process i love the way like you're you're selecting certain words and i'm just ah oh, i wish i why you gotta be in arizona dude <laughs> <laughs> i know i know
3: no, uh, I mean, I, I do travel to some uh, film festivals. I'm going uh, out to Houston this weekend because Sally's screening uh, at Houston Horror Film Festival on uh, Saturday night. That's so cool. so um, I'll be out there. And that's where my girlfriend lives currently as well. So let um, us know when
2: you're in the Northeast, man.
3: What's that? Let us know when you're up in the Northeast. I definitely will, man. I, hey, you know, th- this is what I love about uh, doing this, man. I love meeting new people. I love talking with new people. I love talking to them about what they're doing. And like I, I love doing this, man. This is like a part of the job that nobody told you that you would enjoy as much as you do. But, I mean, I, I love it, man. When when uh, I got an email from Sirs 30 asking uh, to come on, I was like, dude, absolutely, man. Like, let's freaking do it. 'Cause I love I, I love doing this. I love talking just about movies in general, whether it's something that you guys are working on or I'm working on or just the industry. Dude, Hollywood is truly one of the most interesting industries in the entire world. So
2: <laughs> I yeah. bet. I bet. I'm with that. I'm with oh,
0: that. Man. Oh man, love it. A, a great freaking time, man. And j- <laughs> just being able to see like literally just watching all three of those films this week, let alone Which just seems it 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 seems weird in a sense because it's like it all fell together like that, but it it was like it was supposed to, it was supposed to. And I love it. I love shit like that, man.
3: (laughs) Well, the most important thing is that you guys uh, enjoy it, man. Um, That's really the most important thing. Uh, Because if you guys didn't, um, then hey, we're not doing our jobs correctly, obviously. So.
2: Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. big on that, man. I say that shit all the time. People just call me intense. People call me over the top. I'm I'm extra. It's like, no, if I'm wasting any of my time on this precious earth doing something, it's going to be done the best that I fucking can that day, that week, that month, that year, however long it takes me to finish it, it's going to be fucking everything I got.
3: You got to. You got to. Yeah, and that, that, I mean, truly the one thing that, like, you know, people don't tell you, Mm And I do get a lot of support from my family and, and friends and stuff, but I can't lie. There's those few family Must be members nice. and friends that, no, I mean, I and what I'm about to say next is also going to say <clears throat> is that there are those few family members and a few friends where they are looking at you and they're like, why are you wasting your time on this? What does this do for you or whatever? You know, it's like that I, I get asked that uh, a couple times, like actually, like, I mean, it's like, what does this do for you? What is this going to do for you? And I'm like, well, Let's see here. This is the career path that I would eventually like to go on if I could, mm-hmm. you know, go on this career path. It's uh, so there's that. Um, I love writing. I love telling stories, and film is the way that I like to. Dude, I've tried to write a novel. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, and I I know if I actually put all of my energy into it, I'm not saying I couldn't do it, but I just I like writing a script, man. Like, I mm-hmm. I like opening a file and when i put the title and you know written by and all that stuff and and we're able to get started when i see the words starting to come it literally just it it feels great like when you start seeing the progress and it has nothing to do with like a script being shorter than a novel it has everything to do with the fact that this is how i like to tell my stories right like this is my way of expressing how i feel about stuff now uh my um my sister, on the other hand, my uh, middle-aged sister, so I've got a young sister and then I've got one that's in the middle. I'm the oldest. Uh, She is a novelist. She likes to read and she uh, wrote a book. And if you guys see me promoting online at all in the uh, near future, uh, her book should be out either by the end of the year or early next year. Um, but she wrote a whole novel. It's 265 pages, Ooh. and I'm just like, dude, that is like, that's an accomplishment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm sitting here thinking, oh yeah, I wrote an 89 page script. I'm <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but but then just, that that happens. And what's have,
0: that? You guys just have different talents. You have different talents. No,
3: yeah, exactly. And I mean, but still, dude, writing a script is still very hard. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not I'm not gonna take that at like lightly at all. It's hard to sit down and, dude, my head shakes. James Grimm, what's going on, buddy? And
0: that's why I'm glad you're doing the show you were talking about earlier. You're t- telling people about all this stuff. So it's like, this is kind of, this is what we went through. It may, it, this is not the right way, the wrong way. This is just our way. This is what we know. This is what we learned. I'm going to share this knowledge. Hopefully it'll help somebody else. And at the same time, hopefully it'll help you guys as well. Or there's other people that may be more knowledgeable in that film industry. And they're like, Okay, okay, I see what they did. Oh, hey, here's some things. Here's the equipment you guys have, right? Boom, 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 boom. Here's how you can do this. You know, like, oh shit. Yeah. Cool. And it could be something that you just you think about, it, you're like, Oh my like a lot of those times I feel because I've had other friends on are podcasts that'll tell me some things and you think about it, you're like, Holy shit, why didn't I think it's just so simple? But sometimes we overthink for the big and forget about the small and the small is key. The small is key because that's what that's what got us to where we were in the first place and kind of builds up. But then when you start getting that bigger thing, you're just like, "Eh, I I could, this is more important. This is bigger. I could, I could let that small thing, but then it just builds up to where the small thing is now the big thing. It's like, fuck. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) So so, So, Braden. So as far as when you're getting down into your process, when you start to decide what direction you're going at, at what point do you decide whether this is going to be a longer one, full length, or just a five, 10 minute? And which one do you think is harder to actually accomplish the shorter film or the one where you have more space? Because I have an uh, 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 my own kind of apprehensions uh, of certain both those situations. Sure. Yeah, that's a great question.
3: So normally when I'm coming up with the idea, uh, I think about mostly feature length films. Now, do I think that sometimes I can take a snippet, like, or a scene of what I can see and make it a short film as, like, a proof of concept, as you called Sally earlier? Sure. Yeah. Um, But... When I do that, I'd say that doing a short film is a little bit harder in terms of getting because, you know, audiences nowadays, they do have uh, if you're not super into film or you like you can't sit down and watch a movie audiences normally have a very short, you know, attention span. So writing a short film and doing you have to have a beginning, a middle and an end in such a short period of time. And how are you going to go about doing that is the biggest challenge that you can think of. Honestly, like when I was writing Sally, I looked at the script at one point. I was like, dude, is this is this too fucking dialogue heavy or what the hell is going on here? Like, you know, because Sally doesn't come in till the end. But I also am a I'm a slow burn type of guy. I like to build up to the moment where something happens, which is why, you know, yeah, once that third act of Sally starts is like when she grabs Sam's hand or arm Mm -hmm. um that's like essentially the start of the third act then we cut to downstairs sam is just enjoying her tv she hears something julie's up and then that kind of starts to build the suspense for what's now to come so that is essentially uh, and uh, that surprises a lot of people they're like what's harder to do a short film or a feature i'm like a, a short film in terms of keeping an audience engaged for that time now a feature is also very very difficult uh because you've got the uh sally would essentially serve as the opening to a feature right mm-hmm. so then now you have to be like okay now where do i go from here and that's where the marathon of the like the now novelists have the marathon of the middle so do screenwriters you have to do okay we've got our opening And a lot of the time I have my ending in mind too. So I'm like, okay, now how are we gonna fill in all of this progress to get to that final moment, to that, to that standoff, like between Michael and John? You know, how are we gonna fill up all these pages? And you just have to really think about where you want to see your characters. And the thing that really surprises a lot of people, I don't outline at all. I hate (laughs) outlining. I think it is the Worst way to use your time as a writer. I think that if you have this idea, um, so that's called for anybody that doesn't know that that's called being a pantser. You're just kind of like writing at the seat of your pants and you know, you're just coming up with scenarios to put characters in and seeing where they go. Stephen King is definitely the most well-known pantser out mm-hmm. there in terms of a writer. Cause he doesn't outline either. He says he's never outlined anything in his life. Mm. If he wow. tried to, He's hated it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, like it, it's just like my thing is, if if I have an idea, I try to build the scene around it. Like I'm like, if I'm doing a dinner scene or something like that, I'm like, OK, what food's on the table or what conversation is being had with these characters? And then I just start writing the dialogue. All the dialogue can be cleaned up later, but building the scene is what I like to do. That's kind of like my outline is I'll write the scene. I'll close up my laptop for the day, even though sometimes it's very hard to. Because I used to work really late into the night, but now I try to find time during the day, whether it's on my lunch break or something like that to write. So because like, honestly, and now, like, you know, I'm with my girlfriend. I got to give her time. We're doing distance. I have to be on the phone with her. I have to talk to her and all that. So I try to use my nights to you as a wind down. All my work hours is from like 730 a.m. until the end of the day at like 530. So, and then after five thirty, I close up everything. I wind down. The next day, I'll um, around the time that I write, I'll open my laptop. I'll look at my work from the day before. I'll be like, okay, what do we fix here? What do we fix here? And once I feel the scene's done, I move on. And that's how I go about doing it. So that's my outline: is I build the scene, I edit it, and then I move on. But. You don't want to let the editing get to you. You don't want to perfect it the first time. You just want to get it done. You want to get your story. You want to get the bones there. You don't need the meat there yet. You want to get the bone structure there. So that way it's at least you could say that you're making progress. Hmm. So, Hmm.
0: I like that you said that. And I feel like you're talking to somebody very specific on this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I won't call them out, though. If they want to call themselves out, I'll let them do that. But I won't blow up the screen or anything. I won't do that to them.
2: <laughs> it's, it's dope because my, my thought on it from the experience, well, little experience I guess I have as a creator or whatnot, is it is very difficult to try to create some of these TikToks and come up with these ideas that are... 30 seconds, 15 seconds, like, and try to get, so like right now I'm in the mode of learning and breaking myself out of my long form and what I've kind of been programmed Mm -hmm. to over the last 22 years of YouTubing or watching TV on the internet type deal. You know what I mean? So it's like now I'm getting down to the point of being comfortable with even quick transitions or just one second intervals of certain imagery to help drive a bit of a story and still make it hit its points, mini, beginning, middle, end. And it's starting to build. And so that's why I wanted to ask that question. Cause I know for me, long then has the other effect. Now I have too much wiggle room. Now I have too much time to think and try to add here or take away, and And then I start to feel like I'm, I'm fucking it up in some way, you know what I mean? So I step away, leave it alone, walk away. And now I'm getting to the point that I can say, this is it. I'm not gonna do this to myself and punish myself. I'm done with this here and move on or just hit the checkbox. it's ready ship it post it
0: yeah <laughs> yeah no
3: i mean it, it's really just about having confidence in in what it is that you're doing mm-hmm. you know it, it is okay to get up and say fuck this i'm done for the day you know, it, it's okay <laughs> to do that. but as long as you come back to it the next yeah. day and you keep coming back and you keep coming back yeah get, like you know as long as you have the discipline to do that it's okay to have a few days dude there when i was writing the hadenfield nightmare there i was i literally would go to bed at night i'd stop writing at like 12:30 in the morning and i'd go to bed and i'd wake up and i'd go downstairs i would like i'd take a sip of my coffee and I'd, like, slam my mug down and be like, who wrote this piece of shit? <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I, so, I mean, it happens, man. It, you're bound to get frustrated at your work because, I mean, and that is a big fear, right? It's it's a fear that you have is that if you're trying to show someone something, it's like, if you can't mm-hmm. stand it, you just know that the person that you're showing it to is going to be like, the fuck is this? You know, like, what are you mm-hmm. showing me right now? Or so, you're, you're, <laughs> your own and you're overthinking it. That is true. Exactly. So that and vice versa, that you bring up a good point. So it's like, you know, you you show them and they're like, what are you talking about? It's not that bad. Like, that's actually something could be good from this. And I'm like, really? Oh, okay. Interesting. Like, you know, and then you kind of get more excited about it. So it is kind of a double-edged sword. Everything that you do, anything that you do as a creator, as a podcaster, as a YouTuber, as an artist, uh, sturdy, I heard earlier, you were talking about that too. And it's what you said is very true. But the thing is, is Um, The one thing that people don't prepare you for is the criticism, Mm -hmm. which it happens all the time. And the thing is, is you have to have a strong backbone when it comes down to criticism, because the the thing that I always say is the (laughs) day that you sign up and say, I'm going to be a content creator or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that, even if even if you're simply giving your opinion on a movie right? Yeah. There are going to be people that saying, Oh, you fucking like that movie or "Oh, you hated that movie. I love that movie. You know, people are just going to find things to comment on and you have to just, all I do is I heart the message. Like <laughs> I, 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 I give it, I give it the heart and all I do is comment. And I just say, thanks for the view because it, it's, yes. they're helping it. Yes. If they comment I, on it and they like it or they dislike it or like it. It's helping the algorithm. It's helping yep. more people find it. I so really you know it, It's like, thank you. <laughs> thank you for your help. And yes. uh, if we see you again, great. If not, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yep. So, so I, I had one so far. I had one. Right. I don't remember what the video was on. I don't remember what the person said, but I was like, I really appreciate you stopping by to not only watch my video, but to comment on it. And they were like, fuck you. I was like, I hope you have a really great. I was like, I hope you have an amazing day. <laughs> And just left it at that because I'm not going to let – that's not going to build me up to do that corny shit with you. That's just a waste of my damn time. Now, if it's exactly. constructive criticism, I'll pay attention to that. Yeah. I didn't yeah. like this because blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And giving like – you know what I mean? Like a detailed reason why, but just saying it sucks and all that, that's fine. Yeah. You don't have to See, like it.
3: And that's why I just try to keep my responses, you know, uh, just Positive. like, you know, thanks for watching and everything like that. I mean, my, my girlfriend actually got upset with me uh, a couple weeks ago because I screenshotted something that someone had said, commented on it, and then posted it on my Facebook. And she was like, "Why? Are you, why did you do that?" She's like, "Why are you?" She's like, "Why are you being the littler person now by posting on Facebook for more people to just see this?" And I was like, "You know what? You're right." So I, I took it down. She was upset with me about it, but mm-hmm. I, I understood that she was like, you know, you don't have to you know, go after the guy or try to get other people to or anything. And I'm like, you know what? It's a good point. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I I don't ever yeah. do it, but it was just such a stupid comment that I was just like, I needed to get other people to just see no, this here's idiotic the, comment. Now, now here's, a, here's a way
0: that you can flip into these idiotic comments, stupid comments, right? I got two ways for you, because you do movies now. The dumbest comment, just somehow throw that in the movie in a line. Right? <laughs> or you have a podcast, so just throw that, like, yeah, it could be like my movie such and such, and then throw that comment in. Either way, just throw a positive spin, funny spin on it. So it's like, now I'm just going to take this negativity, literally use it as positivity, and boom, throw it out there. So it's kind of giving you a shout-out and a fuck you in the same way.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that, that is a really good point. But, uh, yeah, no, I definitely saw... Like as soon as soon as she texted me and she was like, why did you post that? I knew exactly what she was talking about. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I try to play stupid, you know, I'm like, what, what are you talking about? You know? But, but you get, the thing is, is you can't play stupid with girls. It's just you no. can't ever do it. <laughs> it sounds, it <laughs> it sounds like matter. you got a,
2: uh, a publicist and a partial manager there. And essentially, yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it.
3: No, but, um, yeah, I mean, uh, so th- that was, like, the one time that I, yeah. I did that. And I-, I normally just comment back or I'll heart it and just be like, you know, hey, like, thanks for watching. And, yeah.
0: and that's it. And, like, and depending on what they say, of course, I would say some just ignore it. If it's just upright disrespect, yeah, just ignore that one. But if it's just, oh, this is corny, this sucks, blah, 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 stuff like that, I'm going to give you a heart. I'm going to give you a like. Yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: And then the ones that
0: actually say something. I'm like, oh, you know what i'm gonna, I'm gonna take you i'm gonna think about that some more about or whatever the case may be the ones that actually give you constructive criticism not just mm-hmm. saying shit to say shit yeah
3: yeah, yeah exactly. exactly like that that's what i mean like if people have something to say that's constructive that's gonna help i don't care if it comes off in the rudest way possible hey you helped us so yeah um i'd prefer it if it was in uh in a more professional, respectful manner, but that's just not how everybody is. People just Mm -hmm. like to run their mouths at anything. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just think that, um, that that's what I look for is I, I, again, I read every comment. So if people have gone off on it, I've read it. If people have loved it, I've read it. If people thought it was okay, I've read it. So, you know, um, I use it, I take notes and I'm like, okay, people didn't like this. People didn't like this. Okay. We won't, we won't do that again then. So, Hey, that's fair.
1: That's so fair. did you did you happen to watch the show we did on My Special Boy or no?
3: So uh I saw that wasn't it just posted today? Audio was no wait. Audio
0: mm-hmm. was but the visual when we did we do that Tuesday, right? Yes. Last last week. Last week. Last, last
1: week,
0: so Tuesday. I
1: think. Last Tuesday, right? Yeah. Last, last
0: Tuesday. Okay, okay, okay. So we did it last Tuesday. Okay. So then, yeah. So then, so then the audio just posted this past Tuesday because I do the lives and then I have the audio come out a week later. Okay. don't all the the could
3: you send me the link to that? I'll I'll give that a watch for sure. I'd love to to give it a watch. So
2: hell yeah.
1: You sure? No, we're, me and you are good, Chris. Me and you are good. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to get him to be like, wait, what? Wait a second. No, we loved it.
2: We mean yeah. me and uh Dad definitely agreed.
0: Yeah. I, I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't a fan,
3: but you know. Hey, you know what? And and that is okay. That that is okay. I appreciate your honesty.
2: But but what I I flat his tires for you, Brain. What, what, no,
0: what I will
3: say though is I, I I can't remember everything
0: I said in the video. I don't remember. That's you know that was from last week i'm a different person <laughs> <laughs> no but what i, I will say though is, as far that. as the the films and in the order that we watched them in i got to see progression i got to see progression so i'm like this is dope this is freaking dope because and in
2: a very short time right we said what 2020 2021 and now sally 2023 like Dude. so
3: sally yeah, came out right at the end of 22 it came out december 15th last year So okay.
2: bro yeah. ftj baby ftj fuel the jet fuel the jet <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're way past the little king calendars you know what i'm saying yeah uh we have we have nothing
3: uh nothing in the works coming out uh this year uh our all of our focus right now is mostly on just getting uh the funds for uh the last nightmare so we can get started on that um and everything so that that's what our big focus on and th- yeah this one is gonna take uh take quite a bit of time so show you guys the website The map got our website yep
0: just seen this we saw this we reviewed this actually we reviewed all three technically and they're all streaming so you guys need to go over look at this they have their own show
2: mm-hmm.
3: yep fear freaks podcast is new weekly so that's uh that's destiny that's my girlfriend her and i do
2: the podcast together that's
0: nice. awesome, that's awesome. I think we could, I think we need to do a little crossover one of these nights, man. I think we'd have a good time. Maybe even showing some of your films.
2: Yeah, you got twenty six days left. I'm trying to think when over the next few days I can make a little like TikTok or Instagram thing and just share it everywhere.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. I'm trying to find the freaking um IndieGoGo. Having trouble.
3: Oh, uh, it's right up uh, in the corner. Your logo here is covering it. It says "Click here to support." Uh, the last oh, got internet. you, got you.
0: So, people, let's get on in here. I just grabbed a second Blu-ray before we, uh, before I pulled this screen up. I need mean, you guys see my information and all that. But uh, I got some stuff in here.
3: They yeah, got some- we got a lot of good perks um, that people can snag. Um, the featured one this week is the be featured in the movie. Even a thank you in the credits, man, goes goes a long way.
0: Yeah, um, it does, and I I love that just for the simple fact that my name is in the credits. Which I do have a request. Can you please put Sir Sturdy if you remember? It's a, yeah, boring ass regular name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then people will be like,
0: "Oh shit, that's Sir
2: Sturdy, like, Aaron Sturdy. What the hell is that guy?" I'm sure I'll remember that. They're gonna do a Google search, and there's gonna be some knighted individual over on, across the pond. <laughs> like, oh, no wonder he supported the film. He's got it like that. Um, <laughs>
3: that. Yeah, no. So the t-shirts are gonna be available. Um, th- those will be available outside of the campaign as well. Um, nice. I got those available like on my uh, Bat Productions store that people can go in and buy Bat Productions uh, gear. Uh, I also on my store just put, um. A, a Sally t-shirts and uh, I just oh. ordered one of the sample hoodies or whatever for Sally um, that'll be here uh, next week so i nice. trying to test out these products to make sure that they're high quality for peeps so hey man like, if uh, you need
0: so. people to test them out I, I know a guy <laughs> I'm, I'm good at putting things to the ringer no. so
3: yeah people can get the uh our nightmare isn't over which is the double feature uh haddonfield nightmare and the last nightmare or they can get uh the triple feature uh, pack um you can get all three of them on blu-ray which is just
0: look at this nightmare pack download a blu-ray a shirt poster is that a poster too Your voice in the film.
1: Nice.
0: Private screening event. Advanced oh. at that. They so get all that stuff. IMDb credits.
3: I can't wait to see this.
2: How many more to people do not done the credits? Like, please. So two people one.
3: did the uh, producer credit. We only have four more of nice. those. So. Uh, uh, my hope is that it's dude. The pumpkin package is my favorite, man. Nobody's gotten this yet. I, I really thought that this was going to be, uh, I mean, dude, this comes with your own. It comes with your own last nightmare, custom jack-o'-lantern. It comes in one of those like sack bags. You get a thank you from, uh, myself. Uh, it'll be signed and everything. Uh, you got, a, a the pumpkin t-shirt. You get both, uh, Haddonfield nightmare and last nightmare on blu-ray, uh, like, I I'm, I'm really shocked that nobody's snagged that yet.
0: They will, they will, but you guys got some really, really, really dope stuff. And you guys watching you need to check this out, share it with your friends, and all that. Links are in the description.
3: Yeah, I mean, really, really, it comes down to dude, 10 bucks like for the thank you goes a long way. And I I feel like sometimes people uh, see it as like we're asking for like an arm and a leg and everything. But really, just the $10, man, like it Mm -hmm. really does help uh, in any sort of way. So, I mean, we do appreciate any and all support that uh, you guys can give us. Uh, Doomsday, what's going on?
0: This guy right here, Doomsday, also has another awesome, amazing horror podcast that. Yep. You would be great to go on there and talk some horror movie. He loves horror. He's a great, great host. It'd be dope for you guys to connect and talk and and he loves the indie scene. Just like us three do. He loves the indie scene. So I'd love to see you guys connect. Doomsday Heck is yeah. Braden. and Braden. That'd be a dope, dope, dope connection. And you got Doomsday. His films are in the description. I dropped uh the short we watched earlier in the episode. That's in the top link, like I pinned it to the top. You gotta check them out. Check Hell out his YouTube channel. They have some. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna tell you like this. Why? I'm gonna tell you the order. I feel like you should watch them I mean, Watch my special boy first, then the Haddonfield film, and then Save Sally for last. Trust me, trust me. If you haven't seen these films, watch them in that order, and you're just gonna, be like, wow. Like I'm just, again, I I love how, that short that. 15 minute short pulled us all in and just had us locked in. My wife was over here watching it too earlier. And then it's like, you want more, but I also appreciate it as a short in a weird way. So again, I'm just throwing it out there. Anthology. She comes in at some point. Can't wait.
3: Yeah. Can't wait. Cause this is. So one of the ideas that we almost, that we almost threw in, uh, an end credit scene for, for Sally. Um, And we almost did, but also that would have meant that Sally was in the fan film world, but also it could have kind of been its own little world, Mm. but we were going to do a scene where, um, because like Sam, like, you know, essentially we were going to have her scream at the end, but it was just Sally grabbing her. Um, but we were, if we were going to do the scream, we were going to have, uh, we were going to do a dolly over and have officer Williams from Haddonfield PD come in at the end and saying uh, Haddonfield police like you know anyone here and then it was just going (laughs) to cut and you know that that was essentially going to be it but that means that we would have had like everything take place in the same world and that's just not how i wanted to go about it so oh nice
0: nice yeah
2: I'm, i'm waiting to see how this all gets developed out in its own fleshed out ip same here same here well, we're gonna we're gonna find out,
3: man. I mean, I've got different timelines on when I want to do certain things. Uh, I'd like to try and move forward on um, on a Sally chapter two in the next couple years if we could, but you know, we'll see what uh, see what happens. Oh, that's gonna happen.
0: That's gonna happen. And let us know when Indiegogo drops for
3: that because that's
0: gonna happen. That's gonna be you're gonna get enough to make a full length feature out of that one because that that's a really good like that was a really good. Like Chris was saying, What did you say exactly about it? About what, uh, Sally? You can use it as a, I forgot the word you used or the phrase you used for Sally. Oh, I was
2: saying that was a pitch, that it was a uh, proof, of, proof of concept.
0: There you go, that right there, that right there. I agree with that. Like, I, when you pitch to Indiegogo, just show that, <laughs> just show that film as like that short. It's like, listen, this is it's a 15 minute pitch, people, but you'll see why. You'll see the fuck why. We want this to be a folding feature because that was that was that was really really
3: good. Yeah, no, chapter two wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a, a short. It would be a, a feature length movie for a fact. So um, and eventually, like we would release chapter two on its own and then we would do like a Sally merge where we would do Sally and Sally chapter two together in one movie. So that would serve as the official opening and then we would continue into chapter two. So um, yeah, that that's what uh, what we would do eventually. But um, yeah, I'm excited to play around more in that world. I feel like there's more to be explored. Obviously we we want to know what happens to her. Obviously Sally has a specific look, so, you know, what the hell happened to her? Like, we need to know what happened. So. <laughs> wow. I, that. I want it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I think I can speak
0: for all of us for that one. We all want it. We all want it. And again, people jump into those, uh, the description and click every single link in there. Go watch his films. Go check out Worst Damn Gamers content. Go check out Dad wolf's content. Also, Horror Research 30, Popcorn and Pints. Or <clears throat> smart NATO, but definitely go check out everybody's everybody's content. And if you can, 10 bucks get your name in the credits. If you can afford to throw 10 bucks, get your name in the credits, back this so we can get the rest of the head and fill story that we all want.
3: I've I haven't said, dude, I said that if people were uh spending money on like a Happy Meal or something like that at McDonald's to avoid throwing in 10 bucks, I'm like, throw in the 10 bucks and I will personally. Buy your Happy Meal and have it sent to the house the night that it premieres, so that way you can enjoy <laughs> it and watch the movie. <laughs> so throw in the ten bucks now. Let me know what food you need that night, and I will have it sent to your. But you, house listen, you
0: to- you gotta need proof. You you can't just say you threw in ten bucks just for him to throw you some
3: McDonald's. <laughs> no exactly and i exactly so i'll have the names or whatever like because the name comes in on the campaign i'm yeah. like so hey i will have it sent to your house that night mm-hmm. to, for you to enjoy while you're sitting there and watching the movie it's so, awesome. yeah
0: see that i don't need happy meals though people so i'm not gonna take them no yeah. <laughs> I, already backed it. I already backed it though because i yeah. can't wait
1: i can't wait this is gonna be
0: oh man and i especially, especially after the
1: ending the ending mm-hmm. oh my god with the, just the hand twitch and then the breathing yep. like fuck yep. like yep. i hope it picks up right there like i don't
0: know no i, know I, I, I agree. agree i agree
3: uh i i will give you guys uh, an insight i've said it before but um yeah uh It does. It picks up. The next shot is uh, pretty much a pan down of them coming out of the prison uh, that night. So it picks up in the exact same spot. I'm a big fan of Halloween and Halloween two and how Halloween two literally picks up right where the first one left off. It just feels like one long Halloween night. I love Mm -hmm. watching both of them back to back on Halloween. Um, I think that it's always a great time. Um, but yeah, the, the next shot, the opening of the last nightmare is the, what the next shot would have been of them coming out of the prison. So I like that. Oh man. I'm so excited for this. And it it all takes place on the same night too. So it's one straight continuation. I'm going
0: to throw a challenge out there for you. Uh, independent filmmakers. Um, I'll say a half hour short or less has I would like to be at least 10 minutes though. So, between 10 minutes and a half hour, show it on here. I want to do as many as I can, like, in a month. Mm-hmm. We'll pick a... We'll let the, but as a matter of fact, I would like to get viewers in here. So, this as you bring your viewers in, viewer's choice for horror fan film of the month, and then we'll have them come on, and then, then have them talk about, you know, how it was creating this film and all that other good stuff, because then it gets more eyes on it, and... And maybe, again, it inspires people to either go out and shoot something or, hey, let me throw my let me throw my hat in the ring. Because at the very least, even if you don't make the fan film of the month, your stuff is getting watched by people. Your stuff mm-hmm. is getting discussed by people. And I think that's just another fun way of doing things. And, again, I'm really trying to think of ways to stick with this indie scene thing where all this whole strike thing is going on, guys. So independent creators, you guys, 10-minute shorts to a half hour for this. And, of course, come on for the interviews and all that stuff. And if you have fan films, if you have independent films you want us to review, and you want to come on for an an inter-review, yes, I made that word up, inter-review, you can come on for that. And, yeah, but I just, again, I'm just thinking of more ways to work with the indie scene, more film creators, and, you know, get the word out there, and hopefully inspire some others to do this, because it it seems fun. I know there's stress to it. I know there's... There's probably days you're just like again, like, fuck, I'm done with this stupid shit. Fuck this, fuck this camera, sell it. Fuck else. And then you come to your senses and you're like, I love this shit way too much. I would sell my left nut if it would get me to that spot I want
3: to be, and I'd sell my right
0: nut if it keep me there.
3: You know what no, what? That, hey, that that is exactly what it is, man. It's like truly, it's like I, I love it so much that it's like I just like my thing is man is in college like that that's where i kind of got a a little insight as to like maybe i should give writing a shot Mm because my professors i I wrote uh, a lot of history papers and everything like social science was my major um with a focus in history and education and so i had a lot of history classes and um like they would get my papers and they would be like you should give writing a shot and i was like oh okay interesting so you know and i knew that i wanted to be i i used to want to act that's what i used to want to do and then i realized i was like i don't really like acting all that much but i like writing and i like directing and so it was in college that i started to really get a sense for you know the writing and directing side of the industry and that's when i started um kind of coming up with scripts and. Dude, I was so busy in college, man. Like I, I was uh, I, I played college football. I yeah. had class. I was working and all that stuff like I just was constantly busy. And after I graduated, I knew for a fact that I couldn't not be doing something. So I ended up getting a job. I went out and got my master's and everything. And then while I was in like grad school, I was like sitting there. I'm like, OK, what's next after grad school? And then it was after grad school that we did the Haddonfield Nightmare. And now these are kind of just like life projects that now I'm just like, it keeps me busy. You know, it keeps me That's interactive. Awesome. It keeps me moving and doing stuff. But it keeps it going in the in such a fun way that it just makes me want to get up. And it makes me want to get out of bed early on a Saturday morning. And if it means that we're going to shoot something, I'm like I'll get up early on a Saturday. Why not? So, um, yeah, it's just really like, I need to stay busy, man. I need to keep moving. I need to be doing something. Otherwise, like, I just feel like I'm like just wasting time. (laughs) So, but breaks are important. People breaks are important. Take your breaks, man. Seriously, take a vacation, take a weekend, do something fun. You know, Mm -hmm. like don't, don't make, that's the one thing that I had to pick up on too, is don't make your life all about the work, right? Have fun. If, if you're doing something fun, shut your brain off. Don't even think about it. You're doing something fun. Right. Mm-hmm. So that I've really tr- uh, come to like a, a work life balance. Like, you know, I used to work all the time and now I try to, you know, have some fun stuff like this weekend. Yeah. I'm going out to Houston for uh, and I'm going to see Sally with an audience and everything. And you know it's going to be great, but I'm also super excited to see other filmmakers' work that they've done and have those conversations with those filmmakers. So I'll, I'm sure I'll have some suggestions for you guys after this weekend after seeing oh, some awesome. of the shorts that I'm going to see and and some of the features too because there's I think seven features that are uh, screening this weekend at uh, at this fest. So, that's uh, so I'm dope. excited for that. That's so dope. Please
0: do, please do. And basically, that's what I kind of want to do with this show, in a sense, is kind of, again, with the indie stuff, come on here, show your short, or on a certain day, maybe I'll show your full-length feature, but show your shorts and do it for the hell of it, do it for the fun of it, and see if you're the indie person of the month, and on that very next episode, we'll contact you, whatever, whatever, and have a fun episode. Have a fun yeah. episode about it, and just a little friendly, friendly competition, why not? Kind of gets the juices flowing to get you, it gets the creative brains really sparked. Like, oh shoot, I have this film out now, but do I want to put it up against these? You know what? It's time for me to really. It's time for me to really work on this short that I've been talking about for the past eight years. It's time for me to really put this thing together, and I hope it inspires people to do that and wake them up and just be like, let's just go do it. Let's just go do it.
2: Speaking of, our our buddy Mick Manhattan of the Scene Snobs is in October, I believe. He's going to be having a charity event going on, and he's going to be doing script readings. So if there's anything you just wanted to kind of play around with or anything, that might be a good time to help, you know, also generate some uh, (laughs) charitable funds.
0: We're doing um, the original Friday the 13th,
2: actually.
3: Oh, nice.
0: And... I, I want to put it out there. Maybe again, with the, as, as a matter of fact, with that whole Indie of the Month thing, I don't know how many people are on the cast all the time, but if there's X amount on there, maybe having you guys come on and do a script read of one of your shorts, I'll like, say, just to make it easier. So, you know, but maybe doing something like that as well, just to kind of, again, make it fun and show people, like, look, you can do this. If you want to write a script, you can do this. And he's also going to be doing a show that's going to give you the tools how to create film. And I think that's yeah. an amazing thing, and I can't wait to I can't wait to watch that. I can't wait to hear. it. I cannot wait for that. That's gonna be dope. That's
3: gonna be dope. Yeah. No. I mean, like, and the, the thing is, man, just literally write something. Like, if you want to write, challenge yourself. Write one page a, a day. Write, write something. Get something on the paper. You know, start mm-hmm. just build it. You know, it doesn't even have to have a title. Put untitled by so-and-so. Have an idea. Just sit there, write a paragraph if that's all you have to do. Uh, just get something on, uh, revisit it the next day, and don't worry if it sucks. Just continue it because then you can go back and fix it later. Let Allow yourself to make mistakes. That's the one thing about me is that I always try to perfect things right away. But uh, And, you know, when you have a hard day, you kind of feel discouraged. Like and you're driving home – after days, like, when days are hard, man, I drive home no music. I, I'm not even in the mood to listen to anything. I'm in the mood to just listen to the silence and just mm-hmm. reflect. Uh, that's definitely one of my biggest things is, like, if something goes wrong, I reflect on it. Or if, like, you know, uh, if a day is hard, it's, like, it, it sometimes makes you want to quit. Don't quit. Get your ass up the next day and push forward again. Because the next day is a new day. The next day is yet to happen. If you're still up and you're sulking on what happened the day before you're already wasting time and energy in the morning. So have your morning coffee. If you work out in the morning, get your morning workout done and have a day. Um, you know, it's a, you got to pop the world in the mouth harder than you did the day before. So that, that's how I see it. So, you no, know, yeah, I like
1: it. That's, I like that's, it. What I, that's what I've been doing. I've, I just started, uh, let's go. Putting, put, putting some stories, like writing some stories, short stories, and putting the audio. I just started ah. I just started a podcast ah. so it's something that I'm taking very seriously now and something I should have done a long time ago but these guys have inspired me to to do this stuff so and then listen to your uh your stories of of short form versus long form and how you approach things definitely will cha- you know will help me out going forward as well as far as how I approach mm-hmm. it and and yeah. and, and, write, and write these stories because there's sometimes where I'm just like I don't know what to write i don't know what to do and then sometimes like i can write for like an hour two hours straight and then it's not it's not something that makes sense but i know what it means and i can i can reorganize it into a coherent story afterwards so mm. but know, yeah, i appreciate it. i appreciate this interview this is uh fun yeah hell yeah. yeah yeah no absolutely and
3: uh last thing i'll say uh is that literally it's never ever too late to start something then. it's never too late to start uh, learning something new, I feel like that that's one thing is that we should always constantly strive to do is try and learn something. And, you know, because if if you can learn something, a new talent or whatnot, that just like, you know, you're working, it makes like you could do something at work and all that stuff like it's just get started on something, learn some new skills and everything. And I I think that it, it could really help you out. So, you know, seriously, Deadpool down there. I'm, I'm glad that you found the, the writing niche and that you're into it now. Uh, worst damn gamer ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, really glad that, you know, you're um, you're feeling more confident now to go out there and create content and so sturdy with your podcast. You know, thank you for being here. Thank you for hosting this and thank you for creating the content that you do. Because that's very, very important uh, to shut your brain off. They, like we were talking about when we mm-hmm. started, is this is why we all do it, man. It's none of us are thinking about anything else right now except just talking and nerding out film and things that we're passionate about. And yeah. that's why I do it. Like if and my in my opinion, if people do that for any other reason, they're in it for the wrong reason. You should enjoy the hell out of this. You shouldn't exactly. be in this to make money. If you're doing that, you're in it for the wrong reason. So.
0: I say if you're doing it for the money you're not going to last. And the and I say I'll say that more so for I'm not talking about the people that already have money and they're already rich and famous. No, not them. I'm talking about the, the regular guys like us. You're not going to last because <clears throat> and I was on a podcast panel where someone was like, "Do you guys make money podcast?" And i was like, "No." <laughs> Absolutely not. There's it's possible, but I was like, "If you're in it for the money, you might make 10 episodes, and then you're going to quit. If you're in it for the money and the views, I think if you're in it for the passion, you're going to keep doing it until you get bored of it, if you ever get bored of it. like If, if I ever get to a point where I don't like doing this anymore, I'm going to stop, which I don't see that happening because, I mean, I've been watching horror since I was a little, since about five years old. I've been talking about horror since I was about five years old. So I'm like, I might as well do something with it. I might as well do something with it. At least talk to other people that enjoy this genre of film or art, whatever it, it may be. And, you know, so... Why not do it?
3: Exactly, exactly.
0: Jayhan, I got to get you on one of these nights, man. One of these indie discussions too would be great when we have an indie creator, an indie filmmaker on here, so you can watch their movie, review their movie. But not only that, but I know you're a gamer too. You do some indie stuff to help come on here and inspire other people that want to be gamers. I'm gonna have people come on like that, but on a, on a horror episode though. Still, you still gotta watch a horror movie and all that. But come on and should give other people shine because again. We could all help each other grow, and we can say "fuck you" to Hollywood. Let's—we're all independent creators. We all actually care about people caring about the content that we put out, not just putting it out as a money grab. And shit, we'll get it up there. We'll get it to where people are paying to see our stuff, paying to see your guys' films, and all this other stuff, and wanting to see our stuff, and mm-hmm. say, and vice versa, paying to see their stuff as well. That's what it needs to be. And again, fuck Hollywood because they're greedy, sick bastards, and <laughs> they need to pay and take care of the people that got them there
3: yeah uh last thing i'll say here tonight is um i'm gonna shout out one of my favorite he is in hollywood now but one of my favorite directors working today david f sandberg he directed uh lights out annabelle creation um i mean he uh yeah annabelle creation is a sequel to a not great conjuring movie so and it's actually really good so you know um but he made short horror films online. Uh, his his channel name is uh, Pony Smasher. Um, Pony Smasher. Yeah, he has all of his short films still on his channel. And he does also now make videos on um, like Warner Brothers sent him over uh, all of his footage uh, from directing Annabelle Creation. He's just a great guy, man. And uh, there was an interview he did on Film Riot. If you look up the David <laughs> F. Sandberg interview, I uh, highly recommend watching. But he talks about when he was hired by Warner Brothers to direct Lights Out based on the short film that he did. The short film is only like two minutes. and It's terrifying if you guys haven't seen it. No. And actually, like, I was laying in bed at night with my like blanket up, I was just like looking around my room after I was done. Um, but yeah, I think that, uh, it's great. And it got picked up as the feature that we know of today. And he talks about while filming one of the scenes that's in the movie, it's like the flashback of Diana. Like it's kind of like got that old archive footage and it's showing Diana like prior to becoming the creature that she is. Um, that was all shot on a, a handheld camera that he brought to set. Hmm. And he, he told, like, this is what I mean, though. Like, the point I'm trying to get at is independent filmmakers know how to make things for a long time. And that's the yeah. footage that made the final movie. But, literally, and he told Warner Brothers this, too. He was like, he was like, I'm going to take these two actors and I'm going to go and shoot them. I just need them to. We don't need a whole crew. And Warner Brothers sent him out there with a whole crew and everything. And none of that that they shot made the movie when while they were setting up, he actually just took the little girls on the back lot and he was just doing like what he asked them to do. Mm-hmm. And that was the footage that made the movie. And he's like, see, what did I tell you? We could have done it so much cheaper. Like we didn't have to use all the labor or anything. We could have just done it like that it it literally took him like an hour to do like without all of that stuff so it's like and that's what i respect so much about him is like he understands that if something could be done for cheap he understands the the independent side to like i mean and if you watch some of like his behind the scenes stuff dude he uh he went to home depot he made a a homemade dolly for like literally 30 bucks and he got pipes and just kind of like got a Piece of wood and put wheels on it to use as like a dolly. It's a really, really good channel if you guys are interested in in independent filmmaking. Just seeing oh, how God. he did it because this is a Hollywood director now too. I mean, he like was making super low budget films, and I mean, I, I love the guy, man. I think he's great. He's got a great sense of humor. I'd love to meet him and and talk to him. He just looks like he's like one of those guys that you just want to meet at a bar and just sit down and shoot shit with an <laughs> epic beer. No, like, yeah. So, so yeah, a great guy. That's awesome. No, that's awesome.
0: <clears throat> I guess we can wrap this one up. This was a great episode. But guys, again, hit that description, hit every single link in there. Everybody deserves to follow and all that good stuff. Make sure you go check out Breed stuff though. Those movies, again. Watch them in the order. Yep. Watch my them in the order that I told you earlier. My special boy. My special boy. Haddonfield, Sally Sally. And then start hitting them up in the Sally comments saying we need more, we want more, hurry up. Go (laughs) donate ten bucks. (laughs) Yes, go donate ten bucks to the Indiegogo. Get your name in the credits. Get your name in the credits.
3: Yeah, we want to see part two of that as well. Yeah, and and thank you guys again for having me, man. Seriously, this was a ton of fun. You guys are all great, and just seriously, keep going with what you guys are doing. I'm excited to see uh, where you guys go as well.
0: Thank you, guys. for coming on. Greatly, greatly appreciate that. Thank you for showing up and all that great stuff. And I can't wait to have you on again. And um, I mean, if you don't mind, we could throw Sally into and I'll wait till we get more hats in the ring, but we can throw Sally into that whole indie, you know, film creator of the month. And again, I want to do it with shorts because long form is too long and I want to do it with the shorts so I can show it on the show and we'll have no say on what movie wins. It'll be you guys. So this means when you guys are on the live, you bring your fans, you bring your friends, you bring your family. go like, yo, I need you guys to vote on this. I need you guys to vote on this, because you know, at the end of the month, like, our ratings, we're going to give our ratings so but our ratings don't matter when it comes to that, because that would be unfair and I don't want it to be biased. So, it's like, up to the fans, so whoever you guys bring, whoever comes naturally, of course, but whoever you guys bring, bring an army. Bring an army. And then, of course, like I said, the winner of that episode, we'll figure out something fun to do. I know we came up with a few ideas and kind of do that and Get some more light on these guys, and again, show that short. Like these guys won, this the short that won, and we'll discuss whatever they want to discuss about it. And just kind of have some fun with it, though. But if we'll throw Sally into the ring if you want, man, and once it gets going, I'll let you know.
3: Go ahead, <clears throat> go ahead. I mean, I, I'm happy to allow you guys to to play uh, any of the stuff that you know I've worked on. So I appreciate uh, that. Again, the only thing that I ask is that you just let me know when it is, and oh. I'll direct people to you guys. So uh,
0: of course, it, if your stuff got played, if you want to come back on and talk about it some more, you're more than welcome to. <laughs>
3: Man, dude, I didn't even touch the surface tonight on the shit that we went through with real oh, we- nightmare. So, oh, yeah. um, I- I'm happy to, I'm happy to go through it, man. It- it's stuff that we've went through and it's stuff that we've grown from and we've made mistakes. And it's just that, that's why I want to do the podcast man is because I want people to hear about it and hear what can be done differently. And hopefully, you know save people the struggles that we went through initially so i can't wait
0: i can't now do you have a time frame on the show? i know podcasting is a lot of friggin' work
3: yeah we're i mean i'm trying to get it uh get episode 1 out by uh october 1 um okay. so you know i'm i'm trying to get it started uh i know the first guest i'm going to have is my director of photography who uh who wrote um the last nightmare with me uh him and i are going to he, he i mean we're going to talk about it's really just going to be the ins and outs of independent filmmaking. That's what episode one is going to be like, why it's good, why it's bad. And that can be a multi-episode thing as well.
0: So, so. I'm, I have another thing. So let's say, <laughs> um, I'll figure out some dates. It may not even be on my regular Tuesday or Thursday, maybe on a different day, maybe a Saturday or something like in the evening ish before our other show. But before your podcast, that podcast episode drops, you said you're dropping October 1, we could do a live maybe like that week before at some point and talk about the Haddonfield and how it was being on set for that. But also then promote like, listen, October 1st, he's going to be giving you guys pointers on how to do this stuff and... He's telling you the night. He's telling you guys the nightmares now, but he's going to tell you how- guys how to get out of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this show.
3: No, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I- I'm happy to do that. Like, as long as our schedules align and everything, um, I know the fall is going to be pretty busy. Uh, yeah. yeah. At least the middle of October is going to be busy because um, I'm going to be in Chicago for 10 days. My buddy's getting married. Uh, Misa, Absolutely. if you're watching tonight, congratulations. I'm going to say it numerous times between now and then. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah, so but, uh, but yeah. Uh, As long as our schedule's lined, man, I'm happy to come on. Oh, hell yeah. All right, we're going to make that happen, then. We got to make that happen, because
0: it'll just... Why the hell not? (laughs) It'd be fun. Yeah, it's going to get that story. It's going to make you guys come back to hear about what the hell went on set for the Haddonfield
3: movie. Yeah, and if any of you guys are going to be traveling out to the West Coast for the Halloween 45 convention, I will be there at the end of September, so... Dope. Yeah, that's in uh, Pasadena. So if anyone is going to be there, come on up and say hello. Do it.
0: Okay, Do it. But again, people, check out the links in the description. Everybody that commented, make sure you guys go follow them. Everybody have a great night. I'll see you in your nightmares. Peace. And thanks again, man, for coming on. We greatly appreciate it. This was...